What's up, Magic Gang? Time for this week's episode of Talk Magic to Me. Have you ever got stuck on a ride at Disney World and thought, man, this is not the happiest place on earth? <laughs> this episode is for you. We're going to talk about Disney malfunctions and what that means for each of us. So first, we're going to talk about being stuck on rides and if there was ever a time that we had to walk off a ride because I'm sure you guys have seen where people have had to do that. Blair, have you ever been stuck on a ride? I have a couple but the first that come to mind are of course in the Magic Kingdom because that's where I lived and Thunder obviously. Um, I actually really have been stuck on Thunder and did you know that if you break down on Thunder on the second lift you get to go underneath the mountain and see the backside of the mountains. And it's, oh, all it is is paper mache. But yeah, you get to go underneath <laughs> and behind the mountain. <laughs> well, what you thought might have been exciting might not be. But it is cool because you get to see that. And you also, the cast member will tell you very explicitly that you cannot take pictures back there. Mm. So just so you know, I've also been stuck on Splash. I've never been evacuated from Splash. And thank God, because I don't think I would ever ride it again. And Space Mountain, um, we got stuck. We The lights came on and we got to ride the whole thing with the lights on. And then we got literally stuck in the last, like right before you come back into the station to get off. We got stuck there for an hour and a half. It was awful. I think that would freak me out. Oh, it was aw- Oh, it, it, it is. Fun. It's so scary. It, you feel like you're going to hit your head. It's awful. I like sit there crouched mm-hmm. when the lights are off. I can't imagine what I would do if the lights are on. And that's when people get ballsy when things like that break down and you can see other things and it's a long time people like that's when they jump out of splash cars like the boats or out of um thunder mountain and that's how people die just so you know yeah no thanks so for me i think the most memorable ride i was stuck on um that comes like to the forefront of my head is pirates specifically in disneyland I was stuck on pirates for about 30 minutes with my little sister. And it was kind of sketchy because um, when you get stuck on pirates, the boats hit each other <laughs> yeah. and you rebound and you're just kind of sitting there. And then, Oh, the other boat that was behind you comes along and bounces off you. And it's like <laughs> this chain reaction and you're just sitting there getting bounced around for however long you're stuck. So it's lovely. Um, love that. Not, not ideal. <laughs> And then another one that is memorable in my head is Haunted Mansion. And I think it's because when you get stuck on the Haunted Mansion, you hear like the same message over and over and over and over again. And you just are like, when are we going <laughs> to? <laughs> but I personally have never been evacuated off a ride. So I guess I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. It can be kind of scary. It really can be. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think, I mean, they're not made to be walked off of, so... I've been quiet this whole first half of the episode. The most quiet I've ever been is because I just spilt wine all over my bed. So that's my malfunction of the night. Oh, no. <laughs> so I just ripped my blanket and my sheets off. Yeah. I hope it wasn't but red. Guys, Spaceship Earth, for some reason, it always breaks down. And it always is with my claustrophobic, anxious mother in the <laughs> darkest part of the ride. That's when Spaceship Earth likes to stop on me. I've never been walked off a ride either. I have been stuck on Spaceship Earth for about a half hour. And I don't like being stuck on that ride. As much as I love that ride... It's just too dark and too claustrophobic. And then 
very slightly I got stuck on uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And I really thought we were going to get walked off that because that ride has a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. And it's new and it's new tech. So it's going to break down a lot. And we'll talk about that later with the other rides. And I really was like, oh, I'll get walked off this ride. And that would probably be a fun ride to get walked off of, especially because it's not on a slant or yeah. a hilltop or outside. It's flat. But uh, that's really the only ones that ring a bell. Same with you guys, though. Like Haunted Mansion, Kayla, I get stuck on every time. If you yeah. are on an Omni Mover system, that's mm-hmm. going to stop a lot. Like it's going to slow down to get people on and off and disable people in wheelchairs. So Haunted Mansion, I get stuck on every time. And it's always usually in the worst part, <laughs> like like in the corner where there's nothing. <laughs> oh, I got stuck on Buzz Lightyear once oh. in a really good spot. And that's the only way I got Galactic Hero. <laughs> I think <laughs> 15 minutes and I was shooting at the um the volcano and I put it on Instagram and I, I've ridden that ride with a lot of my friends and every single one of them messaged, messaged me and they were like what happened <laughs> like there's no way that ride went totally through and you got that so Buzz Lightyear is really fun to get stuck on you get way more of a chance of getting Galactic Hero if you're in a good room what about you Dana I have been stuck on the people mover that's the best although it seems when you get stuck on the people mover you never get stuck where you want to get stuck you get stuck in that pitch black space for like 10 minutes. So when you come out of it, you're like, oh my gosh, daylight. It's horrible. Yep. That's how it is with a spaceship Earth. Every time I get stuck on it, it's the worst spot. Um, I got stuck on Splash, which the last time I did that, it was a good bit of time, but again, did not have to climb off of it. Thank you. Small world. And, um, I don't think I get stuck on small world because I got stuck more. So those boats back up, like Kayla was saying with pirates and, and then they just start ramming into each other and then toy story mania. So that's funny. You got stuck on buzz, but I got stuck on toy story mania, but it wasn't where you could shoot and earn points. Like the scene had already ended. So it didn't help me out at all. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So switching from what we have been stuck on, Let's go to what would you love to be stuck on, Kayla? Yeah, I think this was an easy one for me. I think I would love to be stuck on the safari. I've been briefly stuck on it, but I think each experience would be different if you were to get stuck on the safari. You never and, know. And um, you, yeah, I mean, there could be a plethora of reasons why you'd be stuck. Maybe a rhino's charging at you. Um, maybe it's a giraffe. Yeah, well, you're, bringing, you're bringing memories back to me. I have been stuck on the safari for about 15 to 20 minutes because there was a giraffe directly in front of us that just would not stop eating. <laughs> I love and that like, for you. And, and they said, like the, the driver said, if he was like, this is this is their home. Like, we're not going to yeah. kick them out of the way. So you're going to have to sit here. And we, we didn't mind. We loved it. It was very nice to be stuck on. And watching this guy eat and literally stare at us. <laughs> this thing stared into my soul as it was eating. It was like, you got dinner reservations? I don't care. Me too. Here's mine. I'm eating. When are you going to eat? <laughs> I love, that. love that. I love that Disney treats them like that. And I think it speaks, I think it speaks volumes about Disney. And they sat there and they waited for this animal to finish and eat. And that was a very cool ride to be stuck on. Except when something cool like that happens in front of you, then yeah. But if not, and you're just like stuck behind all these other trucks and there's nothing going on, then it sucks. And yeah, stuck with the Okapi, the boring animal. Yeah. Or just, you know, in front of a tree. And what also really sucks is if it's really freaking hot. Mm-hmm. And you're stuck on there for an hour. Oh, that no, no, thank you. Nope. Yeah, that would that would sink a little bit. But when I was stuck, there was um, the ostrich was chasing one of the okapis, so that was kind of cool to see. Oh, fun. <laughs> 
I think it would be cool to get stuck by the lions too because you don't see them as often. Mm. Like you don't see them every time. So that would be cool. I have been stuck on it and I'd love to be stuck on it again. Haunted Mansion in the ballroom scene. There's just so many, again, moving parts in there. So many different things to see. And then I feel like people are obsessed with finding hidden Mickeys and they don't look at anything else in the ride. And I feel like everybody in the in the ballroom scene looks for the hidden Mickey on the table with the plates. But, oh, my God, the paintings with the guys dueling and even the, the piano has, like, things coming out of it. And that's the uh, Pepper's ghost, like, trick that they do. Yeah. So just so many things to see on Haunted Mansion. If you get even if you get stuck in the attic, it's just just look around. No, take a look if you're say, in a good spot. I was going to say, I'm glad you picked the scene, because what if you're like at the end and she just keeps saying over and over. <laughs> hurry back, hurry back. Yeah, that, that would not be fun. But if you're in a good room. So, yeah, you have to. But, you know, my luck, I never am. So. <laughs> All right. For me. I picked this purely on entertainment. I think Jungle Cruise would be great because you'd have the skipper the entire time. And I would assume it would be required that they crack jokes the whole time. So I'm here for that. It's a TikTok sound. It's a famous TikTok sound when they're stuck and the girl goes, where are you from? Oh, yeah, me too. Where are you from? Oh, yeah, me too. Where are you from? Oh, yeah, me too. And then someone's like, oh, I'm from Switzerland. She goes, I'm sorry. And they're like, I'm from Switzerland. And she's like, no, I'm just sorry. I heard you. <laughs> See? I also got stuck in it. And one girl that was so anxious, she was like, who has good jokes? I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of jokes. <laughs> See, I want that for me. I want to get stuck on Everest at the very top just because I'm very curious to see how they do that. How do they do that? Like, do you have to walk down that huge, huge ass lift or do like what happens? I just want to know that that's it for me. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I don't listen. I am deathly afraid of heights. So like, I don't really want to do it. I'm just very interested to see how they do it. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about what rides we want to get stuck. What ride would you hate to get stuck on? Well, it's funny you brought up as Everest as the one you would want to get stuck on <laughs> because it would be the one specifically that I would not want to get stuck on and specifically at the same moment at the very top <laughs> before you drop backwards. I would, I would hate that for me. Isn't I, it ironic? <laughs> again, like I'm not dying to do it. I'm just curious. So if anybody knows, just hit me up. But outside of that. All right. So what's yours? I have two answers to this. Um, my first is small world because the song, it would get old so fast and then my second answer is Mission Space because you're in a little itty bitty enclosed area and I think I would have a major panic attack. I would never be on there to get stuck. So I like Mission Space. <laughs> I do like it, but I don't I just like Eric, when Eric and I went for the first time, I thought we were going to get stuck because it just didn't do anything. And I truly was about to break down and he's like, Blair, it'll be OK. And I'm like, no. <laughs> We're going to die. It's going to shoot us off into space and we're going to die. <laughs> what about you, Kay? Yeah. Um, this is an easy one for me, Cali River Rapids. <laughs> and that is specifically because I have been stuck on the Grizzly River run in Disneyland. <laughs> Underneath a geyser. <gasps> oh. Stuck for 15 oh, minutes. That's... When I tell you I was soaked. <laughs> That's I was terrible. more soaked than we were when we got stuck in the rain on the way back from Hollywood. Oh, no. And 
I was wearing a black and white dress. Thank oh. you very much. No, thank you. Never again. I will not participate. I don't even ride the ride anymore. <laughs> I just, it is a no from me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Kayla. I feel like I wouldn't want to be stuck on Smuggler's Run. Why? Because especially if, especially if it's not COVID and you're with like a random family. Well. Like, one, I don't want to talk to you. Two, it's also like a kind of like small enclosed space. And I feel like if it's broken down, the screen will be black and boring. No, thanks. Or if it gets stuck and the screen's on and the kids, like if it's like malfunctioning and like rocking all over the place, I'll throw up. So <laughs> I don't want that either. But yeah, That's boring. No, thanks. No, thanks. Nothing. There's nothing. no good ride scenes to look at. It's not like pirates or anything. Okay, so we talked about a bunch of different things, but since we are the experts, we know what rides break down more than others. Dana, what would you look out for to be broken down when you go? Um, I You guys covered really good ones. So I'm going to say Small World just for the boats backing up. You will most likely sit on Small World, not because it broke down, but there'll just be that downtime where you're not moving. My initial answer was Frozen because when it opened at first, my God, it was down all the time. Uh, but then I got to thinking about it and I, my real answer is Pirates because of George. Mm -hmm. that george do you know george i know the story of george yeah but our, our listeners might know george is a ghost that resides in pirates he is rumored to be um the ghost of a an imagineer that died um there's different stories from different people like some say um some cast members say it was during the scene where the buildings used to be on fire and he died from falling and others say um he drowned but if you don't say good morning to george when you first open the ride and if you don't say good evening or good night to george then bad things happen throughout the day and if you go on the ride and you don't believe it and you start talking shit about george bad things happen as well so don't say i didn't warn you for me i would say test track i think test track Every time I've been in Epcot or at Disney World, it's always breaking down. I think it's because the portion that's outside, like if it gets too windy or if it's rainy at all, they can't run it. Uh, that's just a guess, but I think it's pretty good. So I think that plan your day around Test Track being broken down because it's probably going to be broken down. You look at Test Track wrong and it goes down. It's always down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Rise because it's, again, new technology, a lot of moving parts, Every time I have a client there, they text me from the line. They're like, the ride's down. I'm like, yeah, it'll come back up <laughs> eventually. It's just, oh my God, I got struck by lightning in the beginning. And I had my first experience with it not like working to its fullest extent. There's a, a room where you go in, General Hawks and Kylo Ren are in a room talking and it's amazing. He tells them to raise the shields and it's so cool. So when you guys go on it, you'll see. But I went in like the little crevice it goes in and both animatronics were not moving at all. They were totally totally um stationary so they still had the ride go through they didn't offer us to go on it again or anything but so even if one thing is wrong with that ride i guess they'll still have you ride mm -hmm. and if that was my first time on it i would have been pissed yeah but constantly going down and uh there's days where they don't get really like they don't get through a lot of boarding groups there's days they do get through a lot of boarding groups and you just can't you'll never know all right so we've talked all the bad now let's talk funny let's bring it up a little bit what do you guys think is the funniest ride mishap i have two 
my first is when the dad's hand in Carousel of Progress fell off and he's just yeah. waving his arm around with no hand. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have paid money. I would have paid money to be on that for that. And the second, I don't know, yeah. is so funny. It might be kind of sad um, when the dragon during the parade caught on fire. Mm. That is terrifying. Well, that is not funny. The only reason that I say it's funny, bad. the only reason I say it's funny is because I think people thought it was real. Like that, right. that people thought it was like part of the show. And so just watching the people around it. Otherwise, no, it was very scary. People didn't think it was real. And, but the people around it is what I find kind of entertaining. Yeah. I hope it never happens again. Let's just, but all right, Kayla. Yeah. So, um, I think mine's the funniest. Have y'all seen Ursula's head fall off on the little mermaid? <laughs> She'd be singing poor unfortunate souls and her head be rolling. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny to me. Um, it's kind of creepy. She's got a really big head. So it's no surprise that it fell off because that thing must be heavy. But um, yeah, that's got to be up there. For that me. thing must be heavy. <laughs> <laughs> mine is from the same ride king Tryon. he does this thing where like if he like malfunctions he like shakes uncontrollably and like shimmies and his like boobies bounce all over the place pancakes move around and it's so funny and then i have a second one which is disney's most expensive cannot believe they did it mistap ever disco yeti in exhibition everest that is supposed to be a moving yeti and they built it on like faulty ground something like that you can google it and look into it but that animatronic cannot move anymore so they were like let's just put flashing lights on it and it is now disco yeti but yeah. that thing if you youtube it it did move and it was very cool well, but it's, no it's more b mode most rides have like a b mode that you can turn things like that off and disco yeti is b mode so everest is just internally stuck in that it's because the, always going to be in b mode yeah the, the beams underneath the yeti are not structurally sound enough and that's, you know, the one blemish on our friend uh, Joe Rody's career. He never fixed it. Nope. Shame. No, very upsetting. What about I, I, Dana? I know yours, but I, I can't wait I, for you to tell people. So a little backstory to our listeners. If you don't know, what would you guys say for like maybe the last year, at least since the parks reopened this year, it's kind of been like an ongoing saga that something happens with one of the three caballeros at some point. One animatronic, it, it feels like, is always malfunctioning or missing from the, the ride. So recently, Donald malfunctioned, and then he was replaced with a bush and a sombrero. <laughs> and, that, and that takes the cake for me. And then Sydney was like, I can't wait to go, and I'm going to get a selfie with the bush and the sombrero. <laughs> and then he took it out, like, the day before she got there. And put in cardboard cutout. Which as is soon so as one of those are get one of the three guys gets fixed, another one breaks. It's crazy. Pico de Gallo or whatever his name is, he's been broken for like a year. Then they fixed Mr. I mean, Pico and Mr. Guacamole broke. They can't keep it together. They have the technology to create rise of the resistance, but they cannot get the animatronics working on this ride because the Imagineers that created it are dead. <laughs> they can't yeah. find anyone to work with those old animatronics. I'm dying. <laughs> like Little Mermaid animatronics, the Frozen animatronics, they're fantastic. The Big Woman, they're awesome. Big Woman. You can. I just want to know what was going through their head when they decided, okay, let's replace Donald with a bush. <laughs> right. Like I think it'll be a bush. A plant will do. 
<laughs> oh, let's put a hat on it. <laughs> okay, Sid, do we have any magic mail? Okay, so one of our listeners asked us for our magic mail question. Do you recommend a touring plan? And for me, that totally depends on the kind of person you are. I've been going so much that I like doing new things and I like being spontaneous. So I personally don't need a, a touring plan or a, or like a guideline. But if I'm going with a, someone that's a first timer that hasn't been in a while, I'm sh- for sure going to make them a list of everything I think they need to see and everything I think I, they need to do. Like if I'm going with like one of my friends that hasn't been in years, I'm going to like be all about it and make them like the best list ever and make sure they have a game plan for the day. Because if you're like a newbie or you don't go that much and you don't have a game plan, it can be a mess. So it totally depends on how into Disney you are, how often you go, and what you're looking for out of your trip. I think you have to just go in with the understanding that you have to have a little bit of a plan, but you also have to be flexible. Things change. Kids have meltdowns, the rain, whatever it might be. But as long as you're having fun, you just have to be flexible a little bit. So you you cannot go in with the thought that this day is going to go exactly how I have it laid out because it's not. Disney is ever changing and nothing is ever perfect. So as, as long as you go into it with that, then my answer is sure, but it just has to be a fluid plan. It can't be, it can't be the same all day. Yeah, I agree. It's better than not having one because in normal times you do need to plan your dining ahead. You do need to plan your fast passes ahead. You do need to have like somewhat of a structure. I would say in normal times I wouldn't plan my entire day out, but you want to plan it around those dining reservations and those fast passes. However, during COVID, you really can't do that. There's no fast passes right now and dining reservations aren't as hard to get. So I think having a plan is still good. Have like a general idea of what you want to get accomplished, but keep an open mind because the line may be too long or you may miss your window to go on that ride. You may miss a chance to get a certain dining reservation. It may not be open. So just have a plan, but also keep an open mind, especially right now. Yeah. And I'll say like, my clients always ask me like, what is my biggest tip or my, my number one piece of advice? And mine would come from something I learned and a mistake I made of my own when I first went with my kids. And that is ahead of time. Like when you're on the plane headed down just sometime, you need to look over the maps. You need to kind of just get an idea I mean, you don't have to memorize them, but you need to know where some things are in vicinity to other things, your dining reservations or, you know, a show or parade or just the important things that you guys want to do so that you're not walking more than you have to. You don't want to be on one side of the park and need to get to the other side of the park in 15 minutes. You're just setting yourself up for meltdowns and disasters and if you know the maps a little bit, you can prevent that from happening to yourself. So I don't think you need like to plan out the day, but just an idea of like, hey, to your kids, what things are most important to get done? What's most important to you to get done? And then make those things a priority. And then when you succeed at those, everything else is icing on the cake. Amen to that. If you have a burning question, please send it to us. We want to hear from you guys. Give us some magic mail questions. You can DM us. You can email us. You can write on our Facebook page anywhere. You can contact us. Give us a magic mail question. We love to hear from you guys. And if you like what you're hearing so far, leave us a five-star review on Apple. We love to hear from you guys. We love our listeners. It makes our hearts skip a beat when we see a new review. We love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this 
episode all about Disney malfunctions. If you've been on a ride that you've either had to be evacuated from or you've seen it break down, make sure you tell us. Um, Give us a shout out and we'll see you all next week. See you all real soon.